0: Hi guys, I'm Gunnar Matheson and this is Burn Your Leggings. If you're ready to ditch the leggings and get back to your grown-up style like a grown-ass woman, then this is the show for you. I discuss developing your personal style, confidence, dogs, because I'm absolutely obsessed with them, as well as throwing in the occasional Lord of the Rings reference and bourbon-fueled rant. So if you're ready for your style to match your ambition with a brief detour into Middle Earth, let's continue. Hello, this is a note from the editor, Sober Gunner. If you recall, I mentioned something about the one-off bourbon-laced rant. Well, today is that day. So if you're ready to take this little trip, grab your ice bucket, pour yourself a highball, and let's get started. Why is there a stereotype that women love to shop? I know a ton of women that hate shopping. Now, as a personal stylist, I will say, I do enjoy shopping, but there are definitely frustrating scenarios to the point where I'm just like, you know what, hang it all. I, I want no part of this between not having your size on the floor level clothing racks or your size being out of reach because they decide to put it on the K2 version of their clothing rack way the hell up on the wall, the tiny ass dressing rooms with the funhouse mirrors and salespeople that A, completely ignore you or B, stalk you like Sting did homegirl in every breath you take like shopping can be annoying let's just let's keep it a buck it can be frustrating and even overwhelming okay we're all on board cool and I was actually having a discussion with some friends and several of them are like anti-shoppers and of course this conversation kind of devolved into this and I asked them like why why do you hate shopping what are some of the reasons you hate shopping And I got a lot of overlapping answers from them. And honestly, when I think of some of the reasons, like I avoid certain stores, a lot of the answers they said, they brought to mind the reasons why some of the stores, I just, I just don't mess with. I'm going to go ahead and run through some of these for you. And I want you to let me know if any of these points that they made are the reasons you don't like shopping and the reason you dread any and all shops. I call one, I gave it the name, the eternal quest. This is when you're searching through rack after rack to find something, anything that piques your interest. And my friend, Amanda, tell me, you know, I want to find clothes I like to wear, but I don't really like any clothes. Like I haven't really liked anything I've seen online or in stores for a while. I know I've said this and it's been fairly recent especially when you factor in how fast trends change. There are some pieces that I wanted three or six months ago that aren't even being carried in stores or online anymore. And this is especially true for stores that are more trend-driven rather than style-driven. And when I say trend-driven, think of Forever 21 or Zara, okay? Because that was one reason that um, many of them said they didn't like it. The second one, Poor layout. I jumped up and high five when somebody mentioned this. Here's, here's my personal, uh, my personal tale of the screw you layout that I said, I would not go back to another store that had this. You enter a store, you take three steps inside your purse strap, gets snagged on a clothes hanger or on the little, uh, the little T rack where the clothes are. I'm flailing around like a fish out of water, trying to not so subtly extricate myself and my purse. Finally manage to get myself away from the dress hanger that grabbed me. I back into this table that's right behind me and knock over a stack of t-shirts that have been folded. They're sitting on this table behind me. If you have encountered a store that's jam packed, like wall to wall with clothes, I've, you've probably dealt with this. Yeah, no, just me. Okay, fine. Whatever. Stores that I find don't factor in design can suck it. I'm not going in the minute I hit that. The minute I get past their threshold and I see it's just a mess. I about face move out smartly. I do not bother with them. Another thing is another reason that uh, several people mentioned was being overwhelmed by the amount of choices. Y'all Decision fatigue is real. Now imagine this. You go into a store, you find like it's not jam-packed, it's nice, they have stuff you like, you find six things you want to try on, but you still have four more shops that you really, really want to visit to make sure they have some pieces that you might want to bring into your closet right now. If you hit a total of five stores and you find six pieces at each store, you've got to filter through. 30 pieces to try and make a decision for one shopping trip. And this isn't including if you hit a store and the salesperson says, oh, by the way, we can only reserve two items for you and we can only hold it for 24 hours. So now you're really in a rush about what you need to buy right now, what you might be able to hold off on. Like it's intense and it happens. Like this is real. Another thing that made me jump up and high five when uh, Allison mentioned it, is the dressing rooms. The dressing, oh my, God, the dressing rooms are a first class Charlie Fox trot, and I'm trying to keep it clean. But they're a mess. So you finally, you finally find something that fits. Something that fits your body, your style, and your budget. So you make your way down to the dressing room. At best, You get in there, you're hot or cold. You're trying to get in and out of your clothes, baby barefoot standing on this cold tile floor. You don't have a place to hang your coat, your purse, and the clothes you're trying on. Sometimes there's a place to sit. Sometimes there's not. And there are times where I literally feel like going and trying on clothes is a horror scene. was left on the cutting room floor out of the first movie the first saw movie like it's that bad okay i'm i'm being a little dramatic maybe it's not quite that bad but they're not fun you got this crap lighting mirrors that suck no place to sit you know when you go through all that and who even wants to be bothered you may have an armload of things you want to try on at this store. And when you have to head back to the dressing room, you just feel like saying, nah, I'm good. It's okay. I I can, I can stitch the inner thigh blow out of these pants another day. It's not that serious. Oh, and another thing, this is for dressing rooms that have a door. Don't mess up and go somewhere where they have those stupid Western style swinging doors. that are never long enough. And I'm short. Sure if they're too short for me they're too short for anybody so you've got the western style swinging doors that are super uncomfortable or you just have a drape somebody said nah they don't need doors wood what's that we'll just give them a curtain and put it over the door hole that's fine it's not fine it's not okay fix it just saying Another reason somebody said they hated shopping was because of the salespeople. Now, I know I've been to certain places where some of the sales force, it feels kind of predatory. Like you feel like you've been locked on with a laser the minute you step into the door. And then I've got some other stores where they act like I'm a peasant and I've come in there to blow my nose on one of the rags and then walk out. Like either way, though, I, I tense up knowing I've got to go in here and I'm going to have to deal with either too much attention or absolutely none. Just trying to make a simple purchase or investigate here. And this last reason for hating shopping is my own personal reason. Tell me if this rings true for you or not. It seems like when I go, even when I plan the best time to go, apparently I'm the only one on a schedule. I'm the only one that has somewhere to be. You know, apparently I'm the only one that has a purpose for getting out today. Everybody else can just kind of get up, mosey around the open air mall, stop dead ass in the center of the walkway so you have to throw on your brakes or risk bowling over somebody because, you know, hey, why not? Why not just stop right here in the middle of this walkway surrounded by 300 people? As I said that's my personal one so those were some of the most often mentioned reasons for hating shopping and I'm not gonna lie I get it I definitely I've experienced more than a few of these and it's been more than once now while we can't do anything about you know some of the over friendly or really I'm here to ignore you type sales staff unflattering lights or music that's so loud you think you're at Electric Daisy Carnival instead of H&M, we can still devise a strategy that's going to reduce any overwhelm that comes when we decide to craft a closet of our dreams, okay? We aren't going shopping just to add more things to our closet and create more clutter. We're on a fun but goal-oriented mission to build a wardrobe that falls in line with an oversized vision of our best life. Okay, so now that we've talked about the reasons shopping can suck, (laughs) now let's talk about some ways to make shopping less frustrating. First thing you do is create a plan. Being intentional about going to the stores will keep you grounded when a barrage of choices can tend to overwhelm. Also, when you have a purpose for your trip or your online search, it's going to lessen the likelihood of you purchasing seven nice pieces while forgetting to purchase the one item you really need to complete your wardrobe before you hit any sides before you go to any boutiques or anything get clear on your purpose are you intent on adding more foundational pieces like some gray taper trousers or you need a red pencil skirt is this shopping trip to add more finishing pieces you need toppers like a textured blazer you need some statement accessories Will this particular haul be dedicated to loafers and pumps that add versatility to your wardrobe? See, these are some of the questions you need to know when you're creating a plan. Next step is you need to create a budget. This step is critical for two reasons. One, it shows that this is a priority and not an afterthought. Now, I know this brings up a lot of parent guilt, a lot of daughter guilt, especially if you're trying to help a family member or someone else pay your bills. But when you set aside money for anything, a car, a house, vacation, it highlights your commitment. Budgeting for clothes is not vanity, guys. It's part of your self-care routine. This is part of the dedication to improving your life and energy. Reason number two that a budget is important is it prevents the dreaded, uh uh-oh, This is when you take plastic, it can be a debit card or credit card, and you pillage the stores like a Viking horde raiding a small coastal village. The rush of your latest conquest, all the bags with all your purchases, does not come close to the sticker shock of how much you spent when you actually start reviewing your bank statement. (laughs) Do I know this from experience? Yes, I don't want to talk about it. Just know, this is going to help keep you on track. It's important. The next step is creating visual boards. If you want to create a visual board or an actual vision board, that's fine. I normally create my visuals in Canva or Pinterest. And I know you're thinking, of course you do. You're extra. One, that's hurtful. Okay. Two, it's kind of accurate. Three, it's helpful. Having these visuals really helped me because now I can see the pieces I'm looking for. And narrow down the style I want to purchase on each shopping trip. It's also going to help you stay on budget and prioritize which pieces are immediate that you need right now and which ones you might be able to push off a little bit until your next round of buying. For your visual boards, save pictures, save brands that you really like, um, save links for the sites or the stores that you want, and then organize your shopping list for each trip based on those selections. here's the part that really really trips up a lot of people this process is going to take place two to four weeks before you make any purchases or hit any stores (laughs) you're like whoa wait so i should shop but not buy yep i know that that month-long waiting period seems like a long time but again this is part of your strategy this is part of the preparation And I want you to remember that you're not just filling your closet. We're not just adding more stuff to the stuff we already have that's overrunning. We're building your armor for future greatness. Anytime you undertake an endeavor like that, that's going to take preparation. And preparation always takes time. So taking this approach to shopping will give you a sense of direction when you set out to create your dream wardrobe, which is what I want all of you to do. And so that's what I have for you today. If you listen to my podcast, tag me in a screenshot so I can shout you out in my next episode. Um, as I said, this is going to wrap it up. I'm Gunner Matheson, aka The Fabulous Lady Gunner, And remember, fashion you can buy, but style you possess. Bye-bye. If you are tired of throwing on a blouse, but wearing pajama pants on video client calls, if you are done with rushing to the shops for last minute purchases to wear conferences, because you don't have the pieces you need in your closet, if you are tired of defaulting to leggings, because you are so frustrated with your wardrobe, I want to talk to you. Send me a private message on Instagram, Facebook, or here, so we can finally burn your leggings.